Welcome to Make Your Impact, the podcast for ambitious women who want to lead and make their impact on the world. I'm Emma Elder, a confidence coach who is here to inspire, support and encourage you to say no to a life that makes you feel unfulfilled. We have one opportunity to make our time on earth matter. Life is too short to be stuck in a place of fear, lack and doubt over our greatness. There is no other person on the planet like you who says it like you or does it like you. And once you learn to leap with your fear and believe you are good enough, anything is possible. All that success, abundance and the impact that you dream of creating is already yours. So if you are ready to make your impact, let's go. Hi beautiful, it has been quite a while since I've done a solo episode. I've been doing lots of really fun guest episodes and collaborations which I think you have all been a really lovely listening to, um, especially because what they've been a little bit more of like the raw and vulnerable and honest conversations. Um, and so this feels like a really good time, I think, to bring you up to speak with everything that's kind of been changing in my world, in my business, in my life. Um, and so I'm going to use this episode today to give you a real bit of a behind the scenes deep dive of where I'm making changes and also what blocks are coming up, what doubts, what challenges are happening for me that I'm trying to move through right now. Um, because I really think it's so important to kind of normalise that actually this happens to absolutely everybody, like even the women that you look up to in your career or business, they without doubt have doubts and insecurities because as you're choosing to expand and up level in your career or your business, your nervous system also needs to expand with you and sometimes it takes a little minute for it to catch up and so because you're doing something new, it always feels really scary and vulnerable. Um, And our nervous system doesn't like this because it's the unknown. So what happens is it starts to, like your brain and your body start to try to protect you. And so they're constantly like looking out for everything that could go wrong. But this might not even be a present, like it might not even present in a way of um, hearing like worst case scenario thoughts. It can also be procrastination and certainly I would say this has been probably my experience so um let me catch you up like what are the changes that are happening in my business right now so let's fill you in so back in the beginning of December uh 2023 around my anniversary my husband and I we went for this really long walk which is something that we always love doing together it's pretty much our favorite thing to do just the two of us um, because it's where we always have like our deepest conversations and we come up with different ideas about things that we want to do um, and we just reflect on things and it really just helps us connect and that's just why I love it. Um, but on this walk on our anniversary, we were reflecting both on like how far we've come in our businesses over the last year, naturally, kind of like the end of the year. It's just the sort of thing that you speak about, isn't it? So my husband, he has um, a property investment and development business. So we're both kind of do- doing very different things, but we understand the intricacies, you know, of the challenges and things that happen along the way. Um, and we were just reflecting on everything. And then we were talking about what we were hoping to achieve in the next year. 
And I said to him, do you know what? I really want to start working more with professional women who are like the ambitious, career-driven women, but they're also experiencing imposter syndrome and feeling all of the same feelings that are happening for the women that I'm working with now, which is, you know, fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of rejection. Um, Because... Like when I was working as an occupational therapist in my professional career, this was exactly what I what I was challenged by. This is exactly where I was and what I was struggling with. And I was like, the program that I use right now to support all of my ambitious entrepreneurs to like helping them to start taking up space and stop censoring who they are is pretty much exactly what I needed back then too. And so I was like talking about this and getting really animated and excited and, you know, like sharing how all the ways that I really feel that I could help. And then my husband was like, so why aren't you doing this already? (laughs) And of course I was like, um, (laughs) okay, you've caught me. Like I have definitely been holding myself back out of fear from making this leap and making this slight tweak and change in my business. So I'm going to share with you why, why I think I've been holding myself back. First of all, the biggest thing is my messaging and visibility strategy. So as you already know, my background is not as an entrepreneur. And so the business side of my business has been a huge, steep learning curve for me. And I've had to invest in that heavily. That's what I did over the last year, um, which I'm so, so glad and grateful I did. Like, and I really think it is important for everyone really who has a business to be investing in, in their business in whatever way, whenever they're up leveling. Um, and I would say that now I can quite proudly say that I have quite a good understanding of like the psychology of marketing, selling, messaging, and how this applies to my business strategy right now. However, (laughs) now I've got all comfortable with that, I'm now choosing in to add in like a whole new pathway of messaging in my business, because obviously I'm adding in a slightly new type of person. And it feels a little anxiety provoking, to say the least. So my current audience on Instagram is full of the ambitious entrepreneurs who I absolutely adore working with. And whilst I know it's definitely possible for me to be reaching more like the professional career from women on Instagram, I also know another space that I can reach them far easier, which is LinkedIn. And so I'm about to start building up a new presence now on LinkedIn. That is going to be the biggest change for me. But (laughs) with this has brought up many different thoughts. So I've been hearing myself say things like, um, it feels like I'm starting from scratch again. I've got to go through the test, refine, improve phase all over again. LinkedIn feels really boring. And I don't even know if I'm going to fit in there. And I don't even know how to use LinkedIn for marketing. (laughs) And so I've got all of this going on before I even got onto LinkedIn. But then the second thing that I discovered is holding me back is fear of judgment. So (laughs) I thought I had really come leaps and bounds away from this and so moved through my fear of judgment when it comes to showing up online and having an online presence. But apparently, (laughs) it's still a thing for me when it comes to being visible to professionals who 
both inspired me, but if I'm super honest, intimidated me when I've worked with them in the past. Because what happened was I opened up my LinkedIn page and I was like, right, well, I've got to update my LinkedIn page because I haven't been on there probably for like, I don't even know, seven years or something. I just don't use it. I don't use it. I've never really needed to use it, to be honest. And um, anyway, I opened it up and I saw some familiar faces crop up on my feed. But they were like the people who were just incredibly high skilled expert professionals that I used to work with, um, especially during my time working um, at the, the Specialist UK Military Rehabilitation Centre with, you know, these were people that had worked there for years and years and years through all of the Afghan and Iraq blast injuries and developed like really specialised approaches to helping to rehabilitate these um, men and women. Um, but I was also even thinking, feeling like some kind of way about seeing lecturers from my university that I'm connected with on LinkedIn. And I was hearing myself again, coming up with thoughts like, what are they going to think of me? Like, is anyone going to be interested in what I have to say? Are they going to think that I've completely wasted my training and registration and like my new career is a complete waste of time? (laughs) And to be honest, like hearing myself talk to myself in this way almost made me laugh because I was like oh wow like old old habits really die hard um so of course you already know I'm not a business coach nor do I want to be um but what I am great at is coaching people to let go of their habits and beliefs that are holding them back and helping them to really rebuild their self-esteem and confidence so that they can feel really confident overcoming challenges and blocks like this. So I wanted to share with you what I am doing to move through and move past these blocks of fear of judgment and a resistance to changing my messaging and my visibility plan. So First and foremost, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm leaning into the excitement of starting something new. It sounds so simple, but it's really important. Like I think it's also really important, in fact, for me to acknowledge that it takes years to build up your experience and land in a space of feeling like really, really confident and have total clarity and full understanding about the business aspect of business. You know, I was talking about that earlier. Um, about how that was something I had a steep learning curve with. Um, And I'm completely okay with the fact that I'm, you know, not all of those things right now. And because that means that I'm not arrogantly making moves and just only ever expecting to succeed. (laughs) And I think this is really important. And it's definitely important to me from a values perspective, like it's really important to help yourself remain grounded and also just maintain like a like a feeling of being humble that you always have so much more that you can learn but actually and this is the part that you can use to lean into the excitement on because when you do finally achieve something that you have been learning and practicing it feels so great like when you do finally get it like whatever it is whether it's a messaging thing whether it's about um a selling selling out your first group program selling um I don't know a high ticket offer that you've never done before like whatever it is it's such a great feeling when you do finally achieve it when you've been working towards it for a great time and I know that I really live live for this sense of accomplishment and so this is where there is excitement to lean into because it's like 
I know that I am somebody who will not give up. Um, I'm really determined. And so I know that I have it within me to do something new and be able to, uh, at some point, find success with it. And that is exciting knowing that that's to come. So that's a really fun way of flipping fear to excitement. And interestingly, another point on this actually is that your nervous system replicates a very similar similar physiological response to fear and excitement in terms of the like um, hormone chemicals that it releases as a result of um, your because it's it's essentially tapping into your fight flight and freeze um, pathway. And so the the main difference between whether it feels like fear or whether it feels like excitement, like, you know, when you get that like butterflies, not in your stomach feeling in your tummy when you're really excited for like an amazing holiday or something, like that's the same feeling that you get when you're about to stand on stage giving a big speech to 150 people. It's, it's the same thing. But the reason why it feels like excitement over fear is because of the way that you're applying your thoughts towards it, like your mindset towards it, because a holiday feels so exciting, like you just can't wait to get there. Whereas standing on stage in front of loads of people feels really anxiety provoking, like, oh my god, what if I say something wrong and everyone thinks I'm stupid. So it's literally just the way that you're talking to yourself about it, which can change it from feeling like fear to excitement. So that's something that I always lean into first, especially when it's something new. Next, I look for finding the opportunity to succeed. And I've kind of already started to talk about that a minute ago. But um, I think as well as it being something that's really exciting because it is new, it's also an opportunity because it's a complete blank canvas. And when it comes to, for me, the step of um, starting up on LinkedIn, this is an opportunity for me to put everything I already know into practice, which is like a really a really exciting thing um and so it's I'm what I'm leaning into is recognizing that this is a brand new space for me to experiment with my online identity like how I show up online how I can be my authentic self and this is something that I think I'm pretty good at like I think it's my forte and I I think I'm great at helping other people do this actually as well and I really love getting creative with showing different parts of my personality online, how I share my story, um, how I can help inspire others and the ripple effects of that meaning that I end up connecting with people who have similar values or are walking at similar paths in, in life um, or who just really connect and understand my message. Um, and as alongside that, it's also opportunity to connect with like different people, old friends, new friends, people I don't even know that exist yet um and as a byproduct of that by sharing my message consistently I know that it's another opportunity to help more women like me feel seen heard and understood to feel completely validated that how they feel is reasonable and also then provide a sense of hope that things can change that you don't need to live in your body feeling trapped by imposter syndrome and and never feeling like you measure up in comparison to everybody else around you And so starting on LinkedIn for me is like a brand new, fresh opportunity to gain evidence to myself of how I can succeed. And again, that's just something that feels really exciting to me. Number three, 
I am giving myself permission to be a beginner again. This is something that is really important when you're doing something new because like a quote that I proper love um, and I shared this in fact in my um, Freedom to Fail masterclass is that failure is the mother of success and you can't have one without the other. Um, if that is something that you're like, oh, that sounds really interesting, the um, Freedom for Fail Masterclass is still available to listen to, by the way. If you go on, um, actually, I'm going to pop it on the show notes, as I've mentioned it. It's, so it's in the show notes. You can get click in there and um, sign up and get access to the replay for that. Um, but like I said, freedom is the mother of success. So you can't have one without the other. Um, and so, you know, with that, I'm not going to start expecting myself to be showing up on LinkedIn somewhere that's completely new to me and expecting my delivery to be completely perfect. Um, and actually, I don't even want that. I don't even want to be perfect because my plan isn't to kind of like blend in and be accepted as a top contributor on LinkedIn. It's not that. My plan is the opposite. It's about standing out and making some noise, maybe ruffling some feathers even, because I want to get noticed by people that need my support or want my support. And so I must go through that test, refine, improve, try again cycle, because there is just no other way of getting to a place of creating success. That is the only way through it. And so a mindset that I adopt that helps me um, to like persevere, I suppose, through that uncomfortable feeling of, of failing multiple times is that I know that I can handle whatever happens. And I also know that whenever I fail or make a mistake or things maybe don't just don't go the way that I expected to, it expected them to. It doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean that I'm not a good coach. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't be doing this. It is just a case of experimenting to see what happens and knowing that I can handle whatever the outcome is. That's a really, really helpful mindset to carry with you when you're doing things that are new. The next thing that I'm doing to move through, um, more so when it comes to the fear of judgment element, is well, the last thing that I want to do, to be honest with you, is minimise and invalidate all the feelings that are coming up for me. So what I am going to do is nurture my inner child. Um, so what I mean by this is your um, your inner child is the source of all of your negative thoughts, feelings and beliefs, your unhelpful beliefs um, that were created for you whilst you were young, like between the impression, impressionable ages, especially between like naught to seven, eight years old. And so whenever you're feeling triggered by feelings of fear and feeling scared or anxious, it's because those beliefs from that you gained from when you were young are being triggered. And so that's what that's why we call it your inner child. And what I know is that I lived for years feeling terrified that I was going to get found out that I wasn't good enough to do my job when I was working as an occupational therapist. Like pretty much my entire career, I had this feeling of imposter syndrome. And of course, the reality probably was that I was actually great at my job. Um, But I felt like I never had concrete evidence to believe that I did. Um which is madness, really looking back and reflecting on it, especially where I ended up working. (laughs) Um, And so first and foremost, I'm going to be meeting my inner child where she is. 
which is that she's feeling really vulnerable and she's really scared about getting rejected here. And so I'm going to help her acknowledge these feelings and tell her that, you know, it's completely okay and reasonable to be feeling all of these things. And then I'm going to step into my adult self, the person that I am in this present moment, and I'm going to take my inner child by the hand and I'm going to lead her. I'm going to show her that there is another way to think about this and support her to find courage to find out what will happen when she tries the things that she's scared of doing. And that's where real magic is found because I think a lot that I think a lot of people can when they're talking about moving past their fears they say things like you know oh I just need to get over it or I just need to ignore that I need to silence the inner critic I need to like bat those thoughts away but actually by doing that it's it's not really handling the the core root of what is happening for you and so it's much more effective for yourself to approach the kind of inner narrative conversation that you're having with yourself to do the thing that feels scary from a place of more self-compassion and actually finding uh, finding ways of making yourself feel really seen and heard that actually like these thoughts aren't silly they're really valid and and not pretending like they're not and not just saying like oh don't you don't worry it's okay you don't need to be scared like you know you do really need to be nurturing your inner child and being self-compassionate and that is going to then make you feel much more confident to go and do the thing because you you know that it's okay to be how you are. You're not feeling like you have to pretend to be something you're not. And then finally, I'm going to be filling up my internal validation cup. So if you want to feel good enough, it absolutely has to start with you. Um, so things that I'm going to be reminding myself of are all the successes that I've already created with the clients that I've worked with up till now. I'm going to remind myself of exactly how I feel when I'm in a coaching session because the work and the transformation that I'm creating just feels totally electric when I'm in the moment and nothing and no one can take away from how that feels and like how much of a concrete evidence that what I'm doing is good and great. Um, And I'm also going to remind myself that no matter what happens with this next journey on LinkedIn, like I'm already good enough as I am like I already know that I'm a great coach I already know that I have a lot to offer I already know that I definitely can help people create transformation so whatever happens with this next step for me on LinkedIn I'm going to keep reminding myself that I'm good enough already and when you start to create an inner narrative that sounds like this then the thoughts that you're hearing about like what will they what will they think of me they just start to quieten down and they become more of a tiny whisper than this like loud obnoxious voice that keeps knocking (laughs) and won't go away because what happens when you start to talk to yourself in this way is that when you're hearing those thoughts they just don't mean as much to you anymore because you're you already believe that you're good enough as you are and the ripple effects of this are that you only start to make space to hear or seek out opinions from other people who you genuinely who like people who you genuinely care about what they think so in this instance for me it's going to be actually the people whose opinions that matter me to me are my dream client which I know for sure exist on LinkedIn you know the women who completely resonate with my message and the problems that they're facing and what they hope for in their future like that's who I'm showing up for it's not 
all of my past colleagues who I used to feel intimidated by. And But interestingly, like I'm open, you know, it may be that in fact, those connections within those connections could be my next client. Because often I do find when you already have real life connections with people in some way, that they feel more, um, I don't know, I guess they, they've already got a connection and a relationship with you. And it's just interesting, I guess, like in terms of buyer habits, I love to notice that. And so really, there you have it. These are all of the things that I'm doing right now to move through the blocks that are holding me back and giving you, I've given you a real transparent overview of where I'm at in business right now. So if you are listening to this and you were like, yes, this is everything I needed to hear right now. I'm so glad I stumbled across this episode because you are going through either an up level in your business and finding yourself self-sabotaging from making the changes and you're finding that you're like living in your head with fear and generally feeling a lot more anxious and overwhelmed than you like to be or because you're working really really hard in your professional corporate environment and career but you're feeling like you don't belong and you're often questioning whether you're good enough and you're rarely feeling peaceful and calm as you go about your day to day, then I urge you to reach out and get in touch with me. Like as I mentioned at the beginning, I use a signature program um, that I created and it is everything that I needed when I was feeling like an imposter as an occupational therapist and it's what I come back to time and time again as I continually up level in my business. So it's three months of working with me one-to-one. And then by the end of this, you're going to be finding yourself saying things like, so much has changed for me. I can so quickly catch and challenge my thoughts and it just doesn't impact me anymore. Or even after a bad week, I still feel so positive, positive about what's to come for me. And things like, I can't believe that at the beginning, three months ago, we were speaking about where I want to be in five years time. And now at the end of this year, I might have already made that happen. Like these are direct quotes that I'm just um, sharing with you from past clients who I've already had the absolute pleasure of getting to know and work with. And so I see that you've got two options here. You can listen to this and put everything into action yourself, which will undoubtedly create some movement forward for you. Or you can work with me and have access to me every single day so that you have a skill coach to guide you who can call you out, give you accountability, champion you, celebrate with you and create transformation like you've never really experienced before in the space of three months time. So I think you get to decide at this point whether this is a priority for you right now and where and 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 if if it is then you know where to find me um especially if it is a full body yes you know where to find me so for now I'm going to wish you well and I really hope you have a great week I'll catch up with you on the next episode take care